welcome to having the last laugh in life series. In this episode, we'll explore the art of resilience and finding joy in the face of life's challenges. It's your girl, Gifty, and I am very excited to embark on this uplifting journey with you. So, get ready to discover your inner strength, cultivate gratitude, embrace change with a smile, genuine smile. Join us on having the last laugh in life episode as we celebrate resilience, find joy in everyday moments, and create a life that leaves us laughing no matter what comes our way. Life's challenges and troubles are inescapable, regardless of race, regardless of skin color, regardless of your nationality, regardless of how much money you have in the bank, regardless of whether you're royalty or not. Life's challenges and troubles are inescapable. Nobody is exempted. Some people do not realize that life is a mixture of the good, the bad, and the ugly. They fail to accept the truth that God sometimes allows problems to befall his children. Though he will still bring something glorious out of the situation. Mm -hmm. Ignorance of these important facts of life make many people to get discouraged and give up on God as well as their dreams when the challenges of life confront them. If it was one person in the Bible who went through various phases of hard and challenging times, the Bible affirms that he knew how to encourage himself in the Lord. He did not allow discouragement to thrive in his life. The things that are written in the Bible are for all learning. So let's examine David and how he dealt with discouraging, with a discouraging situation that happened in 1 Samuel 30, verse 1 to 6. This is when the Amalekite came and took the wives and the children and sons and daughters captive. And David and his men were away. In 1 Samuel 30 verse 8. And it says, And David inquired of, at the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. We have to learn to encourage ourselves in the Lord. Because he speaks to us every day. Regardless of how big, how small the issue is, let us learn to encourage ourselves in the Lord. Because he is the solution provider. The impossible is possible with him. First Samuel 30 verse 18 says, And David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away. And David rescued his two wives as well. Mm-hmm. So, in this scripture in 1 Samuel 30, in the Bible, this scripture is very profound and instructive. Discouragement 
is a very terrible thing. Discouragement is a very terrible thing. It is a terrible disease and a very powerful weapon in the hand of the enemies of our souls to be discouraged. When you're discouraged, you destroy a lot of things. So let me share an illustration with you. Things really went bad for somebody that I know. And the person was so sad that she cried herself to sleep. As she slept, she saw a vision in which she found herself in a big marketplace where everybody was selling things. As this person was going around the market, she found a particular shop written, Mr. Devil's Shop. So, curious, she went in and was looking at what the devil was selling. So she said, Mr. Devil, what is the most expensive material in your store? What is the most expensive item that you sell here in your store? The devil brought out one thing, and it did read discouragement. Huh? Discouragement. The devil told the lady that discouragement is the most expensive item in his shop. Mm -hmm. He added, when I get people discouraged, be it Christians, be it whichever religion you are, if the devil can get you discouraged and you're walking around worried, then he sends in what? Fear. From fear, all kinds of other things would move in to the situation. So it is very sad that many of us actually wage war against ourselves. Mm -hmm. We wage war against ourselves. Imagine that you take your car to a mechanic shop. And as you're parking your car, you see the mechanic in front of the shop saying, I should have been a bricklayer. All the cars that I repaired have broken down. In fact, I don't know what I'm doing here in the shop. When you hear that statement, you will quickly remove your vehicle from there and take it to another place. Or you go to the hospital for treatment and you heard a surgeon complaining, I don't know what I'm doing here. It should have been a motor vehicle mechanic. All the patients that I have operated on died. I am very sure you will not let this doctor touch you. You will not let this doctor touch you. Because you do value your life that much. For sure. So many of us downgrade ourselves continually with our mouth. Whenever the devil wants to box us to a corner, encourage yourself in the Lord. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Situations happen. Things happen. I want to tell you, encourage yourself in the Lord. The trouble with discouraged people is that they cannot hear from God. God can never talk to you in that state. Remember that. The Bible says, Therefore, with joy shall you 
draw water out of the well of salvation. The devil knows that discouraged people cannot communicate with God properly or hear his voice because you're too crowded. Your mind is so crowded with whatever is bothering you at that moment. So you can hear what God is saying and you don't listen to voice of wisdom or reasoning. You are so burdened beyond repair. So encouragement causes hope, but discouragement will cause hopelessness and despair. So it is easy to know the size of a person's faith by observing how much trouble it takes to discourage him or her. Mm -hmm. So there was this gentleman who was selling soap. He was trying to get into the sales, the sales of selling soap. So he was doing his own little networking from morning until evening. So at 5 p.m., he went home and changed into ordinary clothes. And he came to the store that he's been there 10 times. And he said to the guy, I'm selling soap. Do you care to buy some? So the storekeeper said, Oh, you are the 10 soap seller that has come here today to sell soap. And the sales guy says to the shopkeeper, point of correction, sir, I am the only one who has been coming. In the morning, I had a suit on. I went home and changed and came back. I have been here 10 times. Thank you for buying the soap from me. Thank you for buying the soap from me. This is somebody who doesn't give up. He was told no 10 times, but he still did not give up. He knew and he had made up his mind that I am gonna keep coming here until this man buys my soap. By the widow of Sarah, the widow in the New Testament, who went to the judge. He said, The judge who didn't know God or believed in God. And the widow says, Avenge me of my adversaries. And she wouldn't stop coming until she gets what she wants. This is the kind of faith. This is the kind of inner resilience that we need to not give up when we're discouraged. Because the trials of life will come. But I want to encourage you. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Don't give up. Don't give up. This sales soap salesman didn't give up. That same storekeeper rejected him nine times. He went there the tenth time. And finally, the guy says, Okay, I'll buy soap. But you're the tenth person. He says, No, I'm the same person whom you've rejected ten times. Thank you for buying the soap. When people are encouraged, 
They keep on their feet and smile. But discouraged people have a lot of loose ends to tidy up. So there's this young guy who went to a different country to study in a university. He didn't know that you have to tell the driver to stop when you get to your stop. But when he saw the sign at the university, because he was new to the country, he jumped out of the moving bus and broke his leg. So he was rushed to the hospital. When they got to the hospital for the next two hours, there was no doctor in sight. Where are the doctors? Only God knows. But meanwhile, while he was, he was lying there on the bed, there was somebody beside him who was crying. By the time the doctor came to attend to him, this guy with a broken, swollen leg, the person on the bed, close to him, cried with a loud voice and died. The man, which this young boy, who jumped out of the moving bus, said, is that how people die? The man I was just talking to, just now, died. And you know, before even they could notify his family. In his native country, the guy was admitted because he jumped off a moving bus. He too was dead. So quickly, you wonder. So when the discouraged people are sick, they give up quickly. Beautiful destiny cut short because of discouragement. Discouraged people sometimes forget the certain mistakes that they might have made in the past would require time to correct. Let me repeat. Discouraged people sometimes forget the certain mistakes that they might have made, not somebody made against them they might have made in the past would require time to correct. So they embrace God, come to church, they're born again, the whole nine yards. They pray and they think everything is just wiped off instantly. And no, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. So they start screaming, why is God on holidays in my situation? Some complain, well, I don't know why I am here on my own. Nobody is giving me a hand. God is giving you a hand. Why don't you go need? And for anybody, if God himself is giving you a hand, so the process that you have to go through as a born-again child of God from past mistakes, it's not instant. It takes time. 
So encourage yourself that it will take time for you to correct past mistakes. The seed that you sown in the ground, be it a corn seed, a tomato seed, it has to grow. And when it grows, it doesn't give you back one corn seed. It gives you a whole bunch of corn on the cobs. So it takes time to rectify past mistakes. So don't be in a hurry and feel discouraged. But why is this not going away? Why is the scar on my skin not going away? It takes time. So embrace that. It takes time to correct past mistakes. Discouraged people believe that life is a failure. It's sad. Discouraged people believe that life is a failure. To be quite honest with you, discouragement has killed more people than malaria. Discouraged people snatch defeat from setting victories. They will borrow problem from the future and transfer it into the present. They drink the wine of frustration and they advertise the devil's disgrace. They have faith in failure. There are important lessons discouraged people need to learn from the story of David in 1 Samuel chapter 30. Before David could hear God, he had to encourage himself that the God that he has trusted in, who has not failed him yet, will never fail him. He shook off his discouragement and believed that God would turn his calamity into good. And that was what happened. When your heart is encouraged, then it is what? Conditioned to hear good news. But when your heart is discouraged, then you've actually conditioned your heart to hear bad news. Discouragement often prevents people from hearing the voice of reason and solution. Discouragement often and most of the time prevents people from heeding the voice of reason and solution in Exodus 6 verse 9. And the word of God says, And Moses spoke so unto the children of Israel, but they hearkened not unto Moses for anguish of spirit and for cruel bondage. They were so discouraged. so discouraged everything Moses was telling them I don't want to hear they couldn't even comprehend that the God of their forefathers have come to rescue them all they see was cruel bondage and they were so discouraged the children of Israel could not even hear good news because they were so discouraged. Their spirits were down. But when David encouraged himself in the Lord, he then prayed with confidence and the wonderful promise 
came from the Lord. If David was discouraged, he would not have heard what God had told him. If he had remained discouraged, that God says, yes, go ahead, you will overtake them and you recover everything. And because he was encouraged and he encouraged himself in the Lord, he heard exactly what God told him. And indeed, he went, pursued, he overtook and recovered all. So let me tell you one important truth. Discouragement is a personal decision. And you're wondering what? Yep, discouragement is a personal decision. Some of the mountains that we're facing, all the prayers we've prayed, are weakening us inside. It is having internal cracks. Then one day, with a single blow, the thing would just give away. If all the time, you and I should give it a final blow, you enter, and we enter, into the devil's market, and pick up discouragement. And that is the end of all the efforts we have put scale through. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Sometimes we pray, we fast, we tight, we give, we do everything conceivable, but we don't see the end in sight. The trouble still persists. The situation is not going anywhere. It's getting worse by the minute. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Do not go into the marketplace and look for the devil's shop. Because the expensive thing that the devil will give you is discouragement. Because that's the fastest way to destroy any destiny. Regardless of your status in life. Regardless of your race. Regardless of where you come from. Regardless of your country. Regardless of your religion. Discouragement. So I will encourage you to continue praying. Don't give up. Persevere. Don't give up. Continue paying your tithe and giving your offerings. Don't give up. Continue reading the word of God. Don't give up. Continue going to church. Don't give up. One day, the wall will collapse. And instead of being discouraged, see all the impossible situations as opportunities in disguise. Always see all these impossible situations as opportunities in disguise. This is why sometimes the enemy, the devil, and his demons call people who have faith, unwavering faith in God, mad people. It is because when they are supposed to be rolling on the floor crying, they'll be busy jumping about. Contrary to popular belief, no one can discourage you unless you, dis you decide, you yourself decide to discourage yourselves. Make a decision to always encourage yourself in the Lord. 
make it a personal quest to always encourage yourself in the Lord. It is then you will hear God clearly. Don't wait for somebody to come and encourage you. Don't. There is a scarcity of human beings who encourage people. Mm -hmm. They are scarce. Rather, when you tell them your problem, they will tell you their own problems too. So where are you? You come back to minus zero. What type of encouragement is that? When somebody comes to you seeking advice, seeking to be encouraged, and you look at them and tell them, I got bigger problems than yours. So I am the wrong person to be seeking advice from. I advise you. God doesn't slumber nor sleep. His ears always open. Always encourage yourself in the Lord. Render thanksgiving to Him and tell Him that you appreciate His blessings and His faithfulness to everything that you are going through. He is not blind to it. You must decide the circumstances will not enslave your spirit no matter what happens. Many people go to church and you think they have strong faith. Their prayer temperature is very high, but truly, you need deliverance from grasshopper spirit. What is a grasshopper spirit? A grasshopper spirit is a spirit of we are not able, just like those children of Israel who said that they were not able to go and take the promised land and declare themselves to be like grasshoppers. We need to stand, and I mean stand, against every spirit of evil expectations. It is very sad when something happens and the believer opens his mouth and says, Well, I knew it was too good to be true. What? Yeah, I knew it was too good to be true. I knew that problem would develop, and now it has developed. I fear. The thing that I fear has come to pass. Why fear? Because of discouragement. It is a powerful spirit we should stand against. It is the devil that should be worried about where we would fire our arrows. It is not us that should be worried, wondering where the devil will fire his arrows. Jesus, on his last hour on the cross, he said, it is finished. I have overcome. He went on the cross for you and I. Why are we worried about the devil? Using discouragement 
to destroy destinies and we give in so easily. I want you to pray like this. Every spirit of evil expectation, I bind you in the name of Christ Jesus. Every evil spirit of expectation, I bind you in the name of Christ Jesus. Every spirit of evil expectation, I bind you in the name of Christ Jesus. Amen. So, let's continue. What is the medicine against discouragement? What is the medicine against discouragement? There is no problem that God doesn't have a solution for. Remember that. There is no problem that Jehovah God doesn't have a solution for. He has answers to all human questions and can unravel all mysteries. His words are life to all that find them and medicine or health to all their flesh. I wish to inform you that God has a solution and medicine to cure discouragement. Here are the biblical tested, biblically tested and proven steps that you should take against discouragement. 1. Release your situation into the hands of the Lord. Completely. Release your situation into the hands of the Lord. The Bible says that it is not by might nor by power but by the Spirit of the living God. You should refuse to waste your time working out the solution to discouragement with your brain. Refuse to even discourage yourself, your mind, and your being. And refuse to encourage others to worry. The Bible says, casting all our cares upon him, but he cares for you and I. First Peter 5 verse 7. So, the wise thing to do is to hand over discouragement to the Lord and leave it with him. If you don't hand it over to him, don't blame him that he is not working on it. Mm -hmm. Don't blame God that you've prayed, he's not answering you. I've been to church, I've fasted, and I've done all of that. You've done all of that and you're still holding on to the problem. Release it into the hands of the Lord. Point number two. See the divine possibility and the way out. See the divine possibility and the way out. You should believe that the blessing you need can come from the God of all possibilities. You must believe that every problem has an end. It's never forever. And envision that the end of your trial days has come. The beginning of the miracle is when you see with the eye of faith that there is a way out. When you realize that the pains, the fears, and the financial troubles can and will come to an end, then things begin to happen. Those men in the Bible who claimed their blessings always see possibilities. They knew and believed that it was possible. They kept on going 
until what they wanted has come into their hands. The woman with the issue of blood, the woman with the issue of blood had already seen the possibility that in her situation, somebody has the power to say, peace be still, as well as to stop an evil flow. And the thing had no option other than to what? Listen, Jacob too saw the possibility and he wrestled with the angel until he got the divine change he needed for his destiny. Mm -hmm. You have to encourage yourself in the Lord. You have to. It's a requirement. Men who claim to serve God have disappointed you, torn you apart, and made you frustrated and bitter. Mm -hmm. We trusted. fellow human beings and we found ourselves disappointed you might have decided like some people never to step foot into the church again because of what one pastor did or a church member did or somebody did advise you to encourage yourself in the Lord and stand against all forms of anxiety one great problem that God has with us is that we hold on to what our problems we do we're fasting we're praying we're sowing seeds and we're still holding on to the problems instead of releasing it we're holding on to it and we don't see anything happening we're not experts in solving them this will change when we work closely with God and we trust him with our whole heart will release problems to him. Now hold on to it. Release it completely to him. Point number three. Believe that all things are possible to them that believe it. All things, not some things. All things are possible to them that believe it. Your faith has a major role to play in your fight against discouragement. Your faith has a major role to play in your fight against discouragement. Low and weak faith is responsible for your discouraged state in the first place. Jesus told Peter that the devil is targeting his faith to weaken or destroy, but that he had prayed for Peter that his faith would not fail. You should tell all of us that the devil does not want our faith to be active, strong, thriving, and productive. When it is, we will destroy his kingdom. The kind of faith that believes that all things are possible with God is the faith that kills discouragement. It is the faith that scares the devil and his demons. It is the faith that provokes heaven to do great and mighty things for believers. Beloved, friends, that is the kind of faith that you and I need. Unshakable faith. 
to stand and stand strong in the face of discouragement. Point number four, don't give up. No matter how big and dangerous the problem is, do not give up. You should always encourage yourself in the Lord. Remember that quitters don't win and winners don't quit. Quitters don't win and winners don't quit. As long as you are a child of God and you are living in his will, I want you to believe that Jehovah is never late and will not forget or abandon you. He will make all things beautiful for you in his time. He will come to your rescue and turn things around in your favor. You will sing a new song. He will show up and turn things around for you. He did it for Lazarus and his sisters rejoice. He was dead for four days, but God came through for him. He did it for Abraham, giving him the child of promise at his old age. As long as he has promised, he will come through for you. He did it for Daniel, shutting the mouth of the lions, and for Meshach, Meshach, and Abednego, keeping them unhurt inside the fiery furnace. Why? These people did not give up in spite of the magnitude of their problems. Don't give up. Don't give up. Point number five, see God's face for solution to your discouraging and perplexing problem. Seek God's face to your solution. For solution to your discouraging and perplexing problem. Without God, you can do nothing, absolutely nothing. In 1 Samuel 30, when the Amalekites raided David's domain and took away all his valuables, including his wives, what did David do in 1 Samuel 30 verse 8? It says, And David inquired at the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, which is God here, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. This is what you should do when you are discouraged and troubled by any problem or situation. Go to God in prayer and ask him to show you the way out or teach you what to do to remove the burden that is pressing your life. When David inquired of the Lord, he got his answers and assurance. His spirit was downcast and dumping. The spirit of David that was downcast and dumping got rejuvenated. His hope came alive. That is why 1 Samuel 30 verse 18 says, David recovered all that the Amalekite had carried away and rescued his two wives. Why are you discouraged? You serve the true and the living God. He's more than enough. And he specializes in impossible situations. Stop holding on to the situation, release it into his hands. Stop holding on to the problem, release it into his hands and see what he would do for you. See what he would do for you. The impossible is possible with him. 
and he has solutions to every problem that you and I will ever encounter in this life. But what are we doing? We're discouraged, we're holding on to the problem, and we're wondering, why is God not answering my prayers? Release the issue. Release the problem and see what God will do for you. Peace be still. Peace be still. Peace be still. He is the God of seasons and times. The impossible is possible with him. He did it for David. He will do it for you. Ask him. Inquire of the Lord. And encourage yourselves in the Lord. Shall I pursue? Shall I overtake? And will I recover all? And his answer to you this hour is yes. Since you've acknowledged me, yes, go ahead. Pursue. Overtake and recover all. God bless you. Good night.